Welcome back to Suter's Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Baba Buddhaji passed away, merging with the entire universe. Chapter 54 now describes the greatness of Baba Buddhaji, how he was a Sikh, so exceptional like the Bhagat Kabir. At the end of his life, now the Devtas came down from the heavens on their vehicles. The entire sky went red. The Devtas were yelling out, Victory, Victory. Guru Hargobind was seated there, and they all came down to bow down to the lotus like feet of the Guru. In such enthusiasm, they were all celebrating. Such a wondrous and weird sight this all was. So the Babis were singing Asadivar, singing out Shabbas of such dispassion, Barag, listening to the Kirtan, the sun rose. And Guru Hargobind then commanded that the preparation for Baba Buddhaji's funeral would then take place on a casket like structure Baba Buddhaji was placed on top of. It was covered in the finest of fabric there, which was embroidered with silver and gold threads. Garlands of flowers were placed around that casket. Then Baba Buddhaji's body was bathed. Then some men picked up the body and placed it on that biman, that cot essentially, casket like structure. On top, they placed a beautiful cloth. Guru Hargobind himself picked up one corner of that casket. Baba Buddhaji's son, Pai Panna, picked up the other corner. Bidichand and Pai Gurdas picked the other two corners, along with the great amount of congregation surrounding on all sides. Baba Buddhaji's grandson was there, and he was holding a whisk, and he was waving it over the body. In front of the group, there were people singing Shabads, Gurbani. People were sprinkling and spraying rose water scents and incense all around. There were small and big instruments being played there. People were throwing money into the air. People had forgotten and didn't care about their homes or money at all. At this point, everybody was just remembering the vicious time of death. Everybody was in a state of dispassion and detachment from any sensuous pleasures. This is how the glory of Baba Buddhaji spread over the group, purifying the minds of the six there at that time, they had made a sandalwood funeral pyre. They poured a stream of sesame and clarified butter on top. Pai Panna then, Baba Buddhaji's son, he lit the funeral pyre. And the sound, the cries of everybody the congregation rose up. Guru Hargobind, understanding Baba Buddhaji as a great beloved, himself let out tears. Everybody saw Guru Hargobind do this and they also went in a state of sadness. They then did the Kapal Kriya where they used to open the skull after the funeral pyre burnt out. Everybody then bathed and slowly, slowly everybody went back to their own encampments. Eventually a divan was set up. All the congregation came there. There was a Sikh named Ajitta, if you remember from some episodes ago. He was a long-standing Sikh of the Guru. He went with Pai Gurdas and Baba Buddhaji to Hargobindpur to see the Guru. He saw there a wondrous event at the funeral. And we wanted to spread the great praise of Baba Buddhaji. So he clasped his hands together and said, Guru Hargobind, I have a doubt. I have some confusion. Please clear this up. When we were all performing the funeral rites, on our way there, when I looked around at the congregation, everybody had a canopy over their head. And when we were finished with the rites, and we were all leaving those funeral grounds, then I only saw the beautiful canopy over your head alone. Please be graceful upon me. Why was this so? Guru Hargobind heard this and replied, When we were all going to the funeral rites, then at that time everybody was remembering death. They were imbued with Karanadas, the flavor of empathy and compassion. They were dispassionate towards the world. And when people were walking back to the village from there, they began to think about their kid, their woman, their money. They became wrapped up 
and all of this again in attachment their mind became like it was before that's why the canopy over everybody's head then vanished afterwards Guru Hargobind comforted Pai Banna the great warrior in every way and he said to him there's no need to worry about what's going to happen this is the way of the world people take birth in the world accumulate karam karma when death comes their body is left behind those who perfected themselves for the afterlife their praise spreads across every city in every house they do not die they live on forever though others may die and they suffer in great pain your father baba buddha ji himself has passed over the ocean like existence of life liberating and illuminating countless other six as well no one ever will be equivalent to them their praise will forever live it'll be never erased the six of the guru will forever with great love in their heart praise baba buddha ji this is how guru hargobind was comforting and speaking with baba buddha ji's son bhai panna teaching him and enlightening him the people of the village and other people nearby they heard that baba buddha ji passed away and they're all streaming in to meet with bhai panna guru hargobind had a large langar prepared there for the congregations first they fed bhai panna then they fed everybody else they performed all the funeral rites on the fourth day they picked up bones from the funeral pyre they sent these bones with some people to go flow them down the exalted river of the ganges so this used to be the tradition before guru hargobind himself made the tradition at patalpuri at kirtpur sahib which now people take their ashes their bones to so afterwards they began a part a reading of guru granth sahib the exalted bhai gurdas and began reading with a focused mind everyday new congregations would stream in some would stay for a few days and then head back when the 13th day arrived guru hargobind set up a very big court session at the end of the reading of the sahaj part of guru granth sahib guru hargobind then gave a dastar a pag to pai panna and placed pai panna on the gaddi on the seat assigned to baba buddha ji many others came giving offerings to panna they bowed down the rababis were singing balavarag in such bliss many sikhs then gave money out to the rababis they gave out as much money as they could and more celebrations then began more many more congregations were bringing in offerings to pai panna bowing down to him offering it to him everybody followed the command and the instruction of guru hargobind in the ceremonies there and that's how this all took place one day guru hargobind was seated in his congregation looking so glorious there amongst all the other sikhs one woman came up to the guru and with a loud voice she requested listen guru hargobind i live in patti my name is desan and i am a jatti from a farming lineage i married into the siddhu clan i've heard greatly your praise that you fulfill all those who have desires this is your support for all well i have not been able to have a son i've tried so many things treatments but nothing has helped now i have come to you understand that i have come into your sanctuary please give me a son guru hargobind heard this and replied on your forehead in your fate it's not written for you to have a son this i heard this and was so sad so anxious thinking that that is just not in my fortune to have a son she was so sad her head fell low she sat down at some place she was just sitting there randomly while while pai gurdas was walking by he looked over he saw her looking quite sad and he asked what happened are you okay why are you sad the woman then 
told the entire story, saying, I came to the Guru to receive the blessing of his son. And Guru Hargobind, he just laughed and commanded that it's not written in my fate. When Pai Gurdas heard this sad story, he thought that he would teach her the way to get a son, the way to ask, essentially. So Pai Gurdas says, well, now you should go with the desire of having a son in your mind, but also take a pen and some ink with you as well. When Guru Hargobind says it's not written for you, then you should place this pen in front of them and say, you yourself, Guru Hargobind, are the one who writes people's fate here and in the afterlife. If it's not in our fortune, if it's not written in that way, then please be graceful upon me and write it now. Understand that I am in your sanctuary. Fulfill my desire. Desan, she heard this and held on to this teaching and the next day she did just that. The night passed and the next morning Guru Hargobind began his prep to go outside hunting outside of the village Ramdas. He got decked out with the fancy clothes and weapons. He called for the saddle to be placed on his horse. He mounted up with his warriors who were all strapped up as well with weapons. In the hunting party, they got all their various types of hawks and hunting dogs ready. Guru Hargun mounted up and behind him, all the warriors were mounted up as well. Slowly and slowly, they began to move their horses and they began slowly leaving the village of Ramdas on this hunting expedition. But that woman, Desan, she approached there on the path very quickly. She came right in front of the Guru's horse. She said, O compassionate Guru, nourisher of the meek, fulfill my great desire to have a son. I have come from very far, hearing your praise. You are all powerful and I am in your sanctuary. Guru Hargobind laughed at this point and looked at her and said, it's not written in your fate to have a son. At that point, Desan understood the opportune time had arrived and right in front of the Guru, she held up this pen and pot of ink and she requested, O oh, Guru Hargobind, you are the writer of all fate, here and in the afterlife. And those who don't know this, well, they are crazy. If it is not written before by you, then please be graceful upon me and write it now. And Guru Hargobind saw the manner in which she asked and laughed and said, you will indeed have a son. This, I heard this and said, please give me proof. Write it out here clearly on this paper. Guru Hargobind was pleased with her, grabbed the pen, but randomly, the horse Guru Hargobind was on, it moved. He was going to write the numeral one. He wanted to write that, but just as the horse moved, the pen moved as well, and it caused the numeral one to look like a numeral seven. Guru Hargobind saw that a seven was written, and he was happy, and he said, you have come for one son, arriving into the sanctuary of the Guru, and now, with your persistence, you received seven. So now, you may go back home and give birth to your seven sons. Your desire, which you came here, has been fulfilled. This I heard this was in such bliss. She said, blessed, blessed are you, true Guru. She bowed down and then took her blessing and then went back home. Wherever she was going, she was singing the great praise of the Guru along the way. The exalted moon-like radiant Guru Hargobind the Great then went with great bliss into the forest to hunt. They looked for where the forest was most dense and with their warriors, they went there on horseback. And that's how chapter 54 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear how Guru Hargobind with his warriors protects some Hindus and their cows. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Get out, 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 get out,
ਸਰੇ